This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Erev Shabbos, Chalamay, Tzukis, Tavshin, Pei. This Shabbos, like every year on Chalamay, we lay in Kehelis. Why do we lay in Kehelis on this Shabbos? So there are many different reasons. The Sefer Kehav brings down the reason why we lay in Kehelis is because this comes from Hakel, where Shleim HaMelech would gather Kvayisot together every seven years, Right after Sukkot, it would come, and he would teach them. And these are Kehelis, are the teachings of Shleimah Melech. That's the reason why we do it on Sukkot's time. The Mishnah says the reason why we do it is because at this time of the year, Chag Asif, we bring in all our produce, and our storehouses are full, we're ready for the winter, and it brings us a tremendous sense of joy and happiness. However, it can also lead to being haughty, to being a Balgaiva, to be Samech on ourselves, we have so much. And therefore, we lay in Kehelis, in Perik Beis, Pasir Beis, with Simcha, Manazeh Hashem Asa. What is the purpose of Simcha? What does it do already? As the Gemara explains, what the Simcha, real Simcha is, when you have Simchas of Taira, Simchas of Mitzvah, and that's why we lay in Kehelis, to realize where real Simcha comes from. There's an interesting Gemara in Shabbos, on the Aflamid Amid Beis. Gemara tells us, Omer of Yehuda B'Reidah Shmuel Bar Shilas B'Shrei Darav, Bikshu Chachamim Lignoi Sefer Kehelis. The Chachamim wanted to hide away Sefer Kehelis. Why would they want to do something like that? Because the words contradict each other. In other words, there are psukim inside there that tell us one thing, and then another Pasuk says something else. And a few times there are contradictions throughout. And therefore, they felt this was not a proper safer for us to have. And they wanted to hide it. So when I said, that's the case. So then, why didn't they? Why do we still have Kehelis? And the Umar says, The beginning is Tyra, and the end is Tyra, so it's good. Now obviously, what could that mean? Shleiman Melech wrote something that's not appropriate? I think Umar goes through explaining what the contradictions could be, and it more explains what the contradictions are. The Sefer in Yaakov explains, of course, if that's the case, so that we don't have to rely anymore that the beginning is good and the end is good, if the middle is also good. So what was the question here? And Ein Yaakov explains that, of course, the middle of Kehelis was good. It's just that you have to be intellectually curious to realize what really is saying. If you just have a, an easy read, then you're right, you would come up with contradictions. However, if you analyze it carefully, you will realize that there are, of course, no contradictions of what Shleim HaMelech taught us. However, that being the case, the beginning and the end of Kehelis are easy to read and are easy to understand, and that itself is enough for us to read to Kehelis and to include Kehelis, because the beginning and the end is easy for us to understand. And perhaps this can help us understand another reason of why we read Kehelis. You know, sometimes we spend so much time of self-introspection during Elul and during Rosh Hashanah and Shemei Tshuva and Yom thinking of all the things we did wrong so we can do Tshuva. And then we come to Sukkot, it's hard to forget all of those things that we did wrong. Especially if by now it's already a few days after Sukkot, we perhaps got back into an old routine already. And yet on Sukkot we're supposed to be happy. But we have fresh in our memory all those things that perhaps we did wrong all the past years. 
And therefore, what it, we link hell is to teach us a very interesting message. We say in davening, Baruch Atah Hashem, Haraitzeh B'Shuva. We're praising Hashem who desires Tshuva. And the Sfarim asks, Haraitzeh B'Shuva. Hashem who desires Tshuva. It should say Hashem who accepts Tshuva. Why does it say Hashem who desires Tshuva? And the answer is that of course we all mess up and we all do things that are wrong. But what Hashem is looking for is for us to do tshuva. There is no greater joy that Hashem has that someone who did something wrong and then turns around and comes running back to Hashem. Tshuva, to return. We come running back to Hashem. And that is why it says, to the tshuva. Hashem desires us that we do tshuva. And maybe this can help us understand our feelings now as well. Even though we may have done things that we shouldn't have done over the past years, and now we did tshuva for them, but we think about them. But we have to remember, it's not the middle that counts, it's the end that counts. And of course, all of us had good beginnings, we were little babies when we were born. The question is, what's the end? If we do tshuva, it turns out Hashem says, I don't look at what you did in the middle. I'm going to look at the beginning, and I'm going to look at the end. And if we did tshuva on all the things that we did in the middle, Hashem doesn't look at that. And that's what we learn from Kehelas. If the beginning is good and the end is good, we keep it. We don't put it away. Now, a person once came, a young bacher came to the Skolana Rebbe, the Free Rebbe. He says, Rebbe, what should I do? I have thoughts that are improper. I think about things I shouldn't be thinking about. I try hard not to, but what should I do? And the Rebbe looks at him and says, young man, you should live long and be well. But when you get close to the end of your life, you're going to be lying in a bed somewhere. You're going to be weak. And you're going to be thinking about your death. You're going to be thinking about your death while you're lying on your bed. And you're going to look back at your life. And if you can look back at your life at all the nisyanis you had, and you can say you overcame them, or you did tshuva for them, then you'll be looking forward. You won't be scared we're on your death. You'll be looking forward to your reward. But if you didn't do the tshuva, and you did the virus without the tshuva, then you're going to be frightened. And that's something you should think about now. But that's the lesson we can take from this, is that no matter what we did, and we all the things we thought about, when Kippur came, we got tshuva for them. There's no need to think about them anymore. Because as we learn from Kehalas, as the Gemara says, Hashem looks at the beginning, and Hashem looks at the end. And Hashem is a reitzer b'shuva. Have a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Yom You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.